I'm Alan Weiss. Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. This episode is about subcultures. A culture, in my mind, is comprised of that set of beliefs which governs behavior. So you might think about cultural artifacts and you might think about various interactions, but I think a culture is that set of beliefs which governs the behaviors of the people within that culture. Then a subculture must be a subordinate set of important beliefs and also determining behavior. In other words, behavior is also determined by the subculture. Now, what do I mean? What do subcultures include? Well, commuter trains and buses are a subculture. You know, I don't, I don't commute, but when I get on a commuter train to go to Boston, people seem to have their own seats. There's a place where you're supposed to put your coats. You have to have your coffee in a certain way. There's a certain uh, rule, unspoken rule, about getting off and getting on and whether you allow someone on the inside seat or not. I mean, it's ridiculous. Occasionally, I used to take a, a long-distance bus to go from Princeton into New York, and as I waited at the bus stop, people looked at the number of the bus, and they could tell you what kind of seating was in it, and they say, oh, Tom isn't driving on the 712 this morning, and you could lean against the person next to you or not lean, and there was a certain way you, you dealt with your briefcase. All these are subcultures, and they're rather astounding. There's a subculture of historical interests. You know, there are people who do nothing but, well, almost nothing but reenact civil war battles. And they have the original uniforms with the original uncomfortable material, and they have uh, facsimile kinds of, uh, of, of rifles and weaponry. Uh, they eat the same kind of food. They cook over open fires. They march across meadows shooting fake bullets at each other. And there's a subculture about this, and they get very upset if somebody violates it, you can't be wearing a watch, for example, uh, while you're in one of these engagements, uh, and nor should you uh, um, uh, have a rank or do something that's inappropriate for the position you're supposed to hold. There's a clearly a sports subculture, whether it's golf or paddleball or skiing. You know, there are certain rituals people go through with golf, both on the golf course and preparing for it and afterwards, God knows. And the same with skiing. And there are certain unspoken rules people observe uh, and certain courtesies people are uh, expected to provide. There are community subcultures of people who are interested in, in the environment, the people who are interested in historical preservation. And so there are community aspects to subculture as well. You've often seen that somebody who's been in a community for 20 years is considered a newcomer. There are service subcultures, the Rotary, the Kiwanis, the Shriners, uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, American Legion. And they have their own kinds of language and their own kinds of traditions and their own kinds of requirements. There are pastimes that are subcultures, like bridge or chess. And people can talk forever about an opening gambit or trumping something. Uh, but uh, everything else generally takes a back seat in terms of priority to these pastime subcultures. And then there are activity subcultures, boating and hiking and so on. I mean, some of the most boring conversations I'm ever roped into and where I try to escape desperately are people who talk about their running or their fishing or golf or boating. But let me stop. There are subcultures that emanate from causes. Breast cancer, fundraising homelessness, 
and things like this uh, create uh, subcultures where people are focused on fulfilling the needs of their causes, lobbying for it, raising funds, and so forth and so on. And then there are the arts, whether it's ballet or opera or theater. Another subculture where people talk about sea over high sea, I guess, uh, and uh, how well somebody's performing a work that they've seen 25 times before. And then there are the subculture of fans beyond sports. We see riots in soccer in Europe, what's called football in Europe, and we call soccer. We see riots there. Well, you never see that in the NFL, but in the NFL, you do see these waves going through the stadium. You see everybody wearing a jersey with somebody's number on it. These are subcultures. You know, I remember once being on the Norway. It used to be the France, and it was sold. It was the Norway. And we were in the owner's suite. But meals were common. You, you ate at the first table you arrived at. And so we got to meet and talk to a wide variety of people. And some of these people had been on the Norway 12 and 15 times. And I asked, why was it that they didn't take different ships if they love cruising so much? No, no, it was always back to the Norway. That's a subculture. I think people who take the same vacation every time to the same place and never go anywhere else are part of a subculture. I'm in Nantucket right now. We come every August. But later this year, we'll be in South Africa and we'll be in Morocco and we'll be in Tenerife. So what's my point? I knew you would ask that. My point is this. I studied geology. In fact, I was so poor in science in college as a political science major that I took these science courses that were easiest to take. I couldn't take physics or chemistry, so I took geology. And I took so much geology, I wound up with a minor. These are the old days, you know, of, of uh, liberal arts. And in geology, there's something called an intrusive sill. And an intrusive sill is a formation of rock that impinges on formations above it. And so even though the formations are, are um, horizontal uh, and in a certain order of having been developed, the intrusive sill shoots up from beneath because of tectonic forces and inserts itself, insinuates itself into the surrounding geomorphology. How do you like that? Why did I tell you that? Because that's what subcultures do. Subcultures can be intrusive and they can intrude on the otherwise stable surrounding culture. Now, how does this happen? Well, my cause overrides your rights. So people throw blood on other people wearing furs, or they beat up rival fans. My subculture, my cause, is enough to override your rights and your freedom. I can bend the predominant culture rules for the subculture. So, for example, there was recently a huge scandal where the Australians cheated at cricket. That's not cricket, as they say. <laughs> How can Australians cheat at cricket, especially the captain of the team? But it was so important to win that that cricket, cricket subculture overrode the prevailing culture of Australia, which is to play hard but do it honestly. I can condescend about your subculture. You're a vegan, what's wrong with you? You're a tree hugger, what's wrong with you? You're a denier, don't you have any brains? And so we create epithets, we create aspersions to hurl, looking down on other subcultures because ours is superior. My subculture battles and rallies to support me no matter what's right. It doesn't matter what's right. What matters is that my subculture wins. We see this in politics all the time. In law, there's an age-old 
axiom that says, if you can't win on the merits, then argue the law. In other words, it's not about truth and justice, it's about winning. We assimilate all kinds of subcultures, you know, in this country, ethnic and religious and racial and political, and we allow all of them great freedom within the overall restraints of the dominant civic culture. That's the old melting pot. But we seem to be fracturing, don't you think? We're intolerant now. We demand our subculture to be accepted by all. We throw our subculture in other people's faces, and we demand that they don't make a statement as innocuous about the weather without mentioning our subculture, without doing homage to our subculture. This, of course, leads to polarization, a lack of comedy, and societal breakdown. And we're somewhere on that road right now. Think about these issues, because that's an uncomfortable truth. <laughs>